Live from Miami, Florida, thefoodie.com presents WTF, Where's the Food? With your host, Nick. Yes, it feels so good to be back. What's going on? It's Nick, and welcome to a brand new, spanking new episode of WTF Where's the Food presented by the Hala guys. My name is Nick. Thank you again for listening. And we are back. This is episode number 16. I know it's been a while, and I'll give you an update in just a second. But of course, uh, and, and and before that, we are live at uh, my favorite location. I would say my favorite location right now. If you follow me on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you know that this spot I'm recording at right now is uh, my favorite place. And I'll tell you about that in just one second as well. But of course, follow me, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the foodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. Of course, the website, thefoodie.com, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E.com. You can listen to this episode and so many more. This is season two, episode number 16 of WTF Worst Food. Wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, it is up there for you. And if you don't have a favorite podcast player or app, doesn't matter either. You can listen to full episodes of WTF Where's the Food on the website, thefoodie.com. And if you do listen to WTF Where's the Food on Apple Podcasts, make sure to leave a small review, a good review, five stars on there as well. It only helps and makes more people discover uh, WTF Where's the Food. So back to where I'm at. I am live right now recording this episode of WTF Where's the Food at my favorite location right now. If you follow me on Instagram, which you should. Uh, you know that I come here often. It's one of my favorite places in the city right now. I'm live at Sandwich the Miami in Little Havana. If you haven't been, you're probably missing out on the best Cuban sandwich in Miami right now. Plus, uh, the rest of the menu is incredible. The people here are incredible. Uh, the pango mite is so good. One of my favorites. And, yes, they do have... Cuban nachos. Now, Sandwich that Miami comes to us from Danny and Rosa. They're a married couple. They're amazing people. And one of the masterminds uh, behind the place, Danny, uh, is walking over right now, joining me for the podcast. But, you know, no podcast in Miami is complete without some croquetas and Cuban coffee. Danny, thank you for welcoming me to your home. And um, if you follow me on Instagram, absolutely. my favorite place, at least once a month, twice a month. Yeah, absolutely. You're regular. Times a month, four times a month if I could. My wife killed me. <laughs> it's a long drive. It doesn't matter. It's worth it. That's the problem. That people don't understand that you come here and it's an experience. Um, it's life changing because. Um, so you guys, way back 2017, we're not. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But yeah. So you open here like late 2018, right? That's right. Like late, right? So yep, September. Yep, yep. September. I think. September 21st was our opening date. Uh, I didn't come till January this year. Yeah, you didn't. I didn't. You didn't. And if, well, since I discovered it, it's been like just like an obsession. Yeah, obsession, a real obsession to come here. I've had the whole menu. Um, I'm not going to tell you my favorites. You just go on the Instagram and see yeah, my okay. favorites. <laughs> okay. um, but I've had the Take whole menu. Guess. Everything is, is amazing. Um, so let's let's go back. Let's let's go back a little bit. Yeah. Um, first of all, why do you want to open like a Cuban sandwich spot in Miami? Like well, wh- what crazy idea? Because you know, you go to any ventanita anywhere, and there's Cuban sandwiches anywhere. Hialeah, anywhere you go, Westchester, anywhere. So why? What crazy idea? Why? Why did you want to do this? You know, that's a good question. It didn't really start off as a Cuban-themed restaurant. It, oh, so it, it was just No, like no, no. This, this is a concept that I had uh, well over 15 years ago. Okay. Um, but it was a completely different concept. You know, I, I fell into a trap of fusion and bringing something 
that everybody wasn't. Everybody wants to do fusion. Yeah, everyone wants to do fusion, and everyone wants to do something that's not culturally significant. Okay. Um, and it's just you sometimes when you're hanging around in the social setting, you get influenced by that. And Miami's become they're not authentic. You know, okay. we, we don't find that authenticity. So. I designed this concept, and then upon meeting Rosa, okay. my, my Your wife, wife. Um, I showed her the concept, and she flat out told me, "No, it's stupid. Um, you really should. Do, you should do." <laughs> she, she slapped you across. To- the face. Totally. She totally. You're she looked stupid. at me like she told me like you retarded, <laughs> and and she goes, "You need to do Cuban." And honestly, that's when the light bulb went off. I'm like, we we stopped we stopped being traditional. And so can I ask you before you what yeah. was the the concept before? It was called Meltwich. Meltwich. And so we were. It was. Pretty. It was. It was a gourmet sandwich. So sandwich. It's, it's like what you get, what you get in the other melt shops. But it's a little. You know, we had braised, we, we had braised meats. Yeah. You know, we we were making our own ciabatta. Um, you know, I was doing these incredible bechamel and and croque monsieur's and right. So it was I, from from a thematic standpoint, it was great. But I don't think the market would have responded to it the gotcha. way people have responded to sandwich, simply because of the authenticity, right? So that's that's the only the principal reason why we did what we're doing. Oh, so so you at that point you decide you're going to do Cuban, right? So yep. you start doing like research, like kind of how'd you? Yeah, get you to have the to you have to understand that Rosa and I we're not chefs. You know, I, I was know you're not. yeah, we're I, not. I, bring that I, up. I don't, I'd never and I would never pretend to be one. People have called me chef and I stop them flat out. I'm like I'm not. I'm not. You know, I know chefs and I know what they're capable of doing, and I'm just not that guy. I've had to take a considerable amount of time to study my cuisine. Did and you so, ever think, like, b- before you became doing this, that you would jump into the culinary industry? Never, nope. never, never. This is a this is a complete 180 degree change for me. And for people to know, what were you doing before? I, I was a luxury store builder and a designer. I had, I had a <laughs> believe it or not, it was. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of a textile engineer, and I I had my own fashion collection in Nordstrom for okay. many years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, know. See, I learned something new every day. Yeah, it's just a true story, man. So. I mean, and you can tell by the look of this place, like it's beautiful. Thank it's you. Like you, you feel like it, you get that experience when you walk into the door. You get that Cuban vibe. It's so vibey. It's awesome. Thank you. Thank so, you. so back to the, this crazy idea you had. Um, not a chef. So, how'd you even start to like even want it? Like, so it, it didn't really start it, when Rosa when Rosa kind of, it was an epiphany for me, right? When she mentioned it, and it didn't start right away. Um, our I was focusing a lot of my career at the time, and I was building for Rolex and some other. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's a, it's a project. You it's, know it mean? was a project, if and I'm not a chef, and I'm, I don't know the restaurant industry, and I'm not going to pretend I do. So yeah. I would have to set aside a considerable amount of time. To, and money. And money yeah. to be able to accomplish it. So life happens. Yeah. And uh, our first daughter was born, and I was, I was running a, a, a large millworking company out of Castle Rock. And I got tired of it. It was just one of those things. I was traveling, you know, every... All the time. I was traveling 200 days a year, and... I told Rose I was done. So London was my, my first daughter. She was two months old when I literally called her and I said, hey, listen, I quit my job. And oh, cool. she's like, all right, cool. So what are you doing now? Right? Like, okay, cool. You have a plan? I was like, yeah, we're going to open a restaurant. Bright idea, right? Yeah. <laughs> Super bright idea. Yeah. Smart, Danny. Great but, move. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Rosa being the type of woman that she is, she kind of rolled with a punch and she's like, all right, let's do this. And I took a year and I raised my daughter and I studied this business and that was it. And then you just kind of like... Linda, like so, you 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 study the business. You got the recipes down. How how long before you got this Cuban sandwich recipe? The panko, all the recipes. You know, like- I had to consult with some really good friends um, on on it because again, I'm not I'm not a chef. I wouldn't know the first thing of brining ham. Yeah. So I had to ask around, and we had to talk about how to curate this 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 theme. Uh-huh. 
And so once we did, um, it took us some time. Uh, and once we did, we were able to execute it. But the first sandwich that we worked on uh, was our pan con lechon. Pan con lechon. I was, I, was a, I was timid. You know, I was a little bit afraid of coming out into the market, like you said a little yeah. earlier. The market's saturated. I mean, let's, Super let's, saturated. Let's be honest. I mean, it's not <laughs> you can get a Cuban sandwich anywhere. Yeah, it's not that it's, it's not good, but it's, it's Yeah, but you can, and it's yeah, irrelevant. Like, 100%. Um, I mean, I got neighbors just two down. Two you don't think about it. You know what I mean? It's one of those things where, like, so I live in Miami Lakes. I got a Cuban restaurant. Like, if I want a Cuban sandwich, I could just go across the street. Yeah. Like, I don't think about it. Exactly. Like, and I think, and I think to parallel that point is like, people stop thinking about it. People stop right. thinking that it was an important sandwich or an important part, part of, of, the, of, of the of the of the Cuban us. fare, yeah. uh-huh. right? So, with that, we just decided to really pay attention to the ingredients and offer an envi- one an environment. I think there's three things that are important here. I think most people fail to understand is that when you go into a business like this, it's not just about the food, it's about the environment. It's about what the environment means to the food that you're eating. Yeah. And we wanted to curate that as perfect, yeah. as, as best as possible. Yeah. And so we paid a lot of attention to the food, but when you sit here and you look at the restaurant, it makes you feel like... You, it's vibey. I get vibey. I get like the Cuban vibes. I mean, yeah, it's I supposed get, like, to. It's I supposed feel to, home. It's supposed to... Thank you. I feel like I'm at home. That's that's the best description. Not that I've been here like a hundred times, yeah. but I do <laughs> but feel like home. Yeah. We treat you like family. I mean, people have got their names in the chairs. Yeah. We know what you eat. So waiting for mine. Whatever. Right? Don't. Uh, it's, on, it's on the grill. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's looking at the business in, in, in different angles. And again, I'm not a restaurateur. I never was. I am now. But I, I, I saw the business differently than everyone else did. And so we approached it unlike, unlike most cafeterias let's call it what it is right yeah. i'm not a full fine dining restaurant yeah. there you got the big bucks here yeah. i have to curate something that aligns with what it is that we're doing yeah. and does it in a manner where it makes you feel like you're home yeah and when so we're sitting in the sandwich right now but this was not the first destination for sandwich it was not you had a lot of history a lot of drama <laughs> not just drama <laughs> Um, that's an understatement. That's a, so, so just to refresh, we're not going to get too deep, deep into it, but you were first a shipping container on Little Havana, right? We were, yeah. And um, why did you want to do that first, like just out of curiosity? We just felt, well, if honestly, it was kind of the lowest hanging fruit for us. It was an ability to build and design a space that was small enough for us to financially control okay. um, and place it in a city that we felt needed it without having the responsibility of a 10, 20 year lease. Yeah. A hundred percent. You know? And then, so you, like opening successful first. Yeah. Huge lines. And then it just drama, drama unfolded, drama, drama unfolded. Um, and then we, we get to where we are today. Yeah. Which is this amazing spot. Was this spot planned before all that? No, this is a consequence of that. Oh, this is a consequence. Yeah. So. It's a consequence of that. I mean, the, the original business plan was never to fully open a brick and mortar until we had, Several of the concepts that we had well, previous you to test it too, because you know you could try something and it could fail. Like you said, it's saturated. One hundred percent. Yeah. One hundred percent. So we're here today at this beautiful spot. Thank you. Um, it feels like home. Was the menu always the same as the first one? It never changed. Nothing's ever changed. Nothing's ever changed. The only thing that changed is now that we invited you into the home <laughs> that you weren't able to sit in before. The better right? home. Yeah. The way better home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way better home. So. Um, Look at you now. So thinking down the road, this is to me. This is a concept that could be all over Miami. You could have a hundred locations in Miami. What's like? What's your envision now for for sandwich in the next like five ten years? What's really important for us is is that we. I think you nailed the product. The product is thank amazing. You. And before thank we you. get to the product, yeah. um, I had lunch with Richard Hales this week. 
Yeah. Um, and I brought you up. Super talented chefs. Amazing. And he's doing healthy. He's great. Yeah, man. And I brought up a sandwich. Him. I'm like, have you been to sandwich? And he said, he started laughing. Mm-hmm. And I said, he's like, yeah, I walked in with my chef co. Like, he really enjoys your food. He's a Thank huge you. fan. Um, so let's let's talk about the Cuban sandwich. Let's talk about the Cuban sandwich. So why? So you did some research, obviously. We did. A lot uh, of it. What did you find that was wrong with most Cuban sandwiches down here in Miami? Nothing's made in-house. Nothing. That, uh, all listen, I, I know where people are buying their meats, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, ham doesn't come shaped in a block. Of course, you not. follow me. Yeah. And so, what we wanted to do is we want to introduce we want to introduce what proteins really look like when they're brined, when they're sliced, mm-hmm. and we want to introduce the the real smells of cooking back real into a restaurant. Real food. Real food. Yeah. You know, we we cook, brine everything here in this restaurant, including the mustard. Everything is made here. My mustard takes me fourteen to twenty days it's to insane. make. Yeah. Insane. The only so thing you don't make is the bread, right? I don't make the bread here, but it's our recipe, and it's made by a very good friend of us that has and uh, it's yours a bakery. only. No one else has it. Nope. Just us. Just us. Just and us. You can tell when you take take a bite out of that bread. It is. It's it's designed. It's designed to uh, behave a specific way. Would you say there's something that you would want to put on the menu that still Cuban influence that you know? I'd have to kill you, brother. Like can't, a testing. Can't What's do that. Testing. <laughs> just, just get wait, wait for the second location. The second. Oh, so there's is second location. There's, 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 there's the second location in the works. There's, there's two and three in the plan. In the works. Ooh, I like it. I like it. so the me, would you say you see yourself the menu expanding in those locations? It, they, it's going to be perfectly curated. I don't think nothing's going to change. What we're going to do is augment what we already have and just okay. and just uh, uh, give. Just breathe a little bit of fresh air into... Okay, into like maybe a special here and there. Yeah, we definitely do specials. So I think they're important to have. Yeah. Um, but I, I want to curate an, an aspect of our business that I'm unable to do here because of the square footage. I mean, gotcha. let's be honest, of 734 square yeah. feet. I mean, you got the perfect size menu. I mean, it's perfect. You yeah, I mean, I mean for, for this restaurant, I think we, we're at capacity. Yeah. I, I won't, it's very difficult to introduce anything here, but but we're working on it. You're, okay, awesome. Sure. So, you know, you're always here. You're a workhorse. You're always here. You do everything, plumbing, lighting, everything. You're a beast. You name it. Thank you so much. I've <laughs> been here. I've been here. You're like, I'm working on pipes. So I'm <laughs> yeah. like, all right, I'll just grab a sandwich. I, be, I mean, uh, I built the location, I, so it's, you know. um, What You and Rosa, you like to spend it. What are some places you like to go out and, and eat, enjoy it yourself? You know, I've neighbor? been asked that question a lot, and and it's very difficult for me to answer because we've spent so much time incubated in this in, 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 in this, this area, restaurant. Yeah. That I don't, I, it's I don't really explore what's going out there. I have to call my friends and hey, listen, where where should I go tonight? <laughs> so you know, we we meander and and we've been we've been to some some really great spaces to you know experience new foods. Yeah. Um, but I don't have a specific place anymore. Um, gotcha. I'll be perfectly honest. I my life is my restaurant, my kids, and my family, and that's that's all that that's I all do. That matters. That, that's all end. I really do. Yeah. You know. But now before, so you didn't, since you didn't know anything about the culinary industry and you jumped into this, what's one thing that you really come to love about the whole community of the culinary, uh, like the whole culinary community, like, you know, chef friends and, you know, what's that? I have made, I've made an enormous amount of friends. Um, and again, you know, like Chef Richards, he walks in, he sits down, he has, clearly he's a chef. I have no idea who this guy is. I'm just, I perform the same way with him that I do with everyone else. And what I found is that the chefs that, you know, they, 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 they understand food and they come here and the culinary and what's genre great has, about has really supported us. So this has been more of a word of mouth place to me. It really, it, it has, it has like, for you know, us. I mean, you do have, you do, you do have the influence of, of, you know, re, what reviews or, yeah, but I'm or saying Instagram, like but for the most part, I think most people hear about it. Yeah, and, I mean, I don't stop talking about it, and I'm sure other people are the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, and you're like curious enough, and you're finally gonna make the trip if you don't live around here. You know what I mean? 
to see really why this is the best Cuban sandwich in Miami or the pan con vite, Like, you're doing the pan con vite that no one else is doing. No. Um, it's not traditional by any means, but it's freaking amazing. Thank you. It's and that, and that, was, that, that's, that wasn't by design. Uh, a lot of people were asking for it, but I don't have, I don't have a griddle here. Yeah, you can't. So, and I never, and I, I, it wasn't designed for that. Yeah. Uh, so. What's, uh, what's your go-to order here? Do you get tired of eating your own sandwiches? No, I eat medianoche here every day. Every day? Uh, for, since I opened September 21st, I have a medianoche every single day. <laughs> True. Well, you, you're great in shape. I can that, tell you that. You know, it's, I don't know it's, where you it's find really my only, It's really my only meal. <laughs> when oh, you work eight <laughs> That and plenty of coffee, my friend. <laughs> well, Danny, thank you for sitting down. Thank you for welcoming to your, ho- to your home. Please, man. Um, this is fantastic. I love this place. Um, and you guys are going to kill it for the, I don't know how many years, forever and ever. Um, and for people who haven't been yet, what's like one? Give me like what's five words? How would you describe sandwich in, in like five words? I don't have to do that. Man. I just gonna do one. Love. Love. There That's you it. go. That's all we do. Make sure you come out, check out Danny. Tell him I sent you, and get the Cuban sandwich, the pan vite, the croqueta pepera. Get some Cuban nachos. Get some croquetas. Get the Papa, whole menu. You just, you just named, named the whole menu. I, I know the whole <laughs> menu in my head. Man. <laughs>
a lot of people love it. Top five flavors for a lot of people. And uh, it hasn't been in store since 2015. So this will be another run of the limited edition flavor. So you need to get it fast. Um, as for the Marshmallow Moon, it's purple marshmallow cream filled uh, cookies in celebration of the Apollo moon landing, the 50th anniversary. The surface of the cookies have spacey designs along with a glow-in-the-dark package. And for those who like eating their Oreos with the lights off, the mid-June release will roll out at the same time as the Latte Thins. And it turns out that flavor is going to be permanent. Uh, in July, you can look for the Baskin-Robbins Mint Chocolate Chip. And in August, you can look for the Oreos Maple Cream flavor that will close out the summer. Now, if you love Taco Bell, get ready because a Taco Bell hotel is coming this summer. Yes, August 9th, The Bell, a Taco Bell hotel and resort in Palm Springs, California, is going to open its doors to reveal a taco-themed oasis in the middle of the desert. You can expect a truly immersive taco experience from The Bell from check-in to check-out. You're going to get a chance to indulge in surprise menu items along with your Taco Bell favorites. There's going to be a gift shop. There's going to be an on-site salon for Taco Bell-inspired nail art, fades, and a braid bar. Uh, this is going to be the Instagram favorite of 2019 this summer, I'm calling it. It's only open for a limited time. It's only going to be open for five days, and reservations for the hotel will open next month. Uh, so make sure you follow Taco Bell on Instagram and Twitter for the exact details on how to book your stay. Now, if you love the Cheddar Bay Biscuits from Red Lobster, I mean, who doesn't love them? They created a fanny pack to keep your biscuits warm so you can dive in anytime you have a craving. Now, you want one of these, right? All you have to do is tweet at Red Lobster, share what you love about the Cheddar Bay Biscuits, use the hashtag CBBSweepstakes, enter by June 4th, and maybe they'll pick you. It's at random, so make sure you check that out. The fanny pack that keeps your Cheddar Bay Biscuits warm from Red Lobster. And that's it. That's going to wrap up food news. And that's going to wrap up episode number 16 of WTF Worst Food presented by the Halal Guys. Thank you for listening. My name is Nick. I thank uh, Danny for having me, welcoming me to his house. Um, if you haven't been to Sandwich, I cannot stress how amazing this place is, the food, the vibe, everything. You will not be disappointed. I've had the whole menu, and this place is incredible. Uh, you need to check it out for yourself, Sandwich in Miami. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Photos, pictures, links, everything we talk about on this episode of WTF Worst Food on the website right now, thefoodie.com, T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E.com. Uh, moving forward, the show is going on a bi-weekly schedule. That means every other week. So the next episode will be released on June 5th. So just bear with me working through some things, but I will get you these episodes out as soon as I can. Of course, you can follow me, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at thefoodie, T-H-E-F-O-O-T-H-E-F-O-O-D-E. Of course, the website, thefoodie.com. You can listen to full episodes of WTF Words of Food on the website as well. If you prefer, you can listen to WTF Words of Food presented by the Highlight Guys wherever you get your podcast, your favorite podcast app, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, WTF Words of Food is there for you. Thank you guys again for listening to this episode of WTF Words of Food. I will talk to you guys again on June 5th. My name is Nick, and always remember to hashtag never stop eating. Never stop eating.